Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and others. And I am S. Foster. That's right. You tuned in to the Viewers Anonymous podcast where we give our takes and reviews of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. For some odd reason, I don't feel like I said that right, but I'm going to go with it because <laughs> I didn't flub on it. So <laughs> what's up with you, bro? Man, I'm good, man. You know, second part of the week. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I always love these Friday episodes, man, because they're what we watching. You know, yeah. I feel like, like like you said, you said, you said, man, and it'd be right on the money, like, like one of the best segments of the week, mm-hmm. like that. What we watching? Because I got one today, but I'm ready. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> but how you feeling, man? How your week man, going? Hey, I'm feeling good, man. My week is going great. Um, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, you know, what I'm saying, tune it in. You know what I'm saying? Early tonight, got to work that overtime tomorrow, man. I'm out here trying to get this paper, baby. But uh, outside of that, man, everything been great. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, man, let me tell you about some bullshit that happened to me, bro. So Uh-oh. last night, <laughs> watching that weak-ass Thursday night game. Oh, I didn't even try. Oh, I man. knew it was going to be bad. That shit was horrible. But listen, so I started Naeem Hines. <laughs> 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 hey, bro! This nigga went out with a concussion. That nigga gave me one point eight points. <laughs> hey, no, I don't need to be laughing, bro. It's not but, funny that he got the concussion. It's funny because the nigga gave me one point eight points. But let yeah. me tell you what was so crazy about it, though. I was so adamant about starting this nigga this week. <laughs> I was like, I was like, bro, Jonathan Taylor ain't gonna be there, bro. They pulling niggas up from the from the practice squad. Like, yo, this nigga about to get all the touches. They about to start running crazy. Like, yo, this nigga gonna have some crazy points tonight. So I put him in the flex. It was between him or George Pickens from the Steelers. Yeah, I definitely should have went with George Pickens. That's funny. Yeah. And then I almost started him, but I didn't. He ended up getting thirteen. He got thirteen points on the bench, but. I mm-hmm. picked up Melvin Gordon because Williams is out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, Melvin going to get the touches now. Yeah, but that was fumble early, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, dude, I was look, I looked at my lineup like three times. Like, Man. Man, I put Melvin up there. And I was like, because, see, early in the week, because when I, when I went for the waiver on him, mm-hmm. they had him at like they, – they had him estimated at like nine points or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. But then yeah. – you know, Williams went down. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, let me scoop him real quick. And then it estimated him getting um like 14. Yeah. And he ended up getting 13.9 or some shit like that. That ain't bad. But I, I, yeah, it ain't bad. It ain't bad. Yeah. Like For now, him, it definitely ain't bad. Yeah, and I was like, man, I should have started him. But everybody else that I got in is projected to have at least what he got or more. Oh, so yeah. but yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, not the, like you said, not the concussion, but yeah, just the fact that you got one point eight and you was adamant, like, oh, he gonna, he gonna do and it. And I, listen, and this in my money league, so I need this win, bro. I need this win bad. I tried any and everything I could. Like I've been trying to get the Packers defense from one of the dudes in our league. He will not give up anybody. He will not do no trades and <laughs> nothing. You gotta hope he drops somebody. So I was trying to get the Packers defense because I'm like, man, they playing the Giants, and then these niggas, they don't have no quarterback. They're going to be relying on Saquon. I'm like, bro, that Packers defense is going to go crazy. I'm like, if they all they got to do is stuff the box, they can get about two, three interceptions. I'm talking about at least 18, 20 points from the Packers defense. That's my – well, never mind. We'll get into that on the 4-3. Y'all go oh, check yeah. that out. But, yeah, uh, so anyway, man, let's get into uh, what we watching, man. Let's do it. What we watching? So, um, what we watching this week? What you got? Oh, <laughs> listen. You know I don't like doing this, but I gotta do it. Yeah. So, new Netflix movie. Uh, I clicked on it. It said, well, when I got on Netflix, it says number one movie 
So I was like, man, I saw my guy, Gerard Butler. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, snap. You know, that's my dude. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know him, man. Law-abiding citizen, 300. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He got a, a large resume, man. One of my favorites, uh, the bounty hunter, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Him and Jennifer Anderson are coming. Yeah. Yes. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know. So I'm watching the trailer. And the movie I'm talking about, y'all, is Last Scene Alive, right? So I'm sitting here watching the trailer. That's what kind of intrigued me a little bit. So he's on the phone. He, he, he goes to the store to get some gas. Mm-hmm. And he's getting gas. His wife says she wanted to buy some water. So she goes into the store. And then all of a sudden, she come up missing, right? So he's calling the police guy. And he's like, yo, he's like, I'm at the store uh, to get some gas. And my wife went in to get some get something to drink, and then I can't find her. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, is she in the restroom? He <laughs> was like, Man, I've already <laughs> checked the restroom. Like, yeah. I would be calling you if I checked, you know, if I didn't check the restroom. And so he's like, um, he was like, Man, it's been like 20 minutes. He was like, Well, you can't report somebody missing with 20 minutes. And he was like, um, he said, Is your wife, he said, Do you and your wife live around here? He was like, No. And he was mm-hmm. like, But my he's like, but my wife is from here. He's like, oh, well, maybe she met a friend. He was like, if your wife met a friend at the store, is she going to leave you? Like, <laughs> And I'm like, when you listen to this cop, it's like, you really a detective? It's <laughs> like, just been in on it. So, and, and that's what the movie, like the way it goes, you don't mm-hmm. really find out towards the end until oh, okay. at the end because it feels like he's involved. Mm-hmm. And like what ended up happening is, um, Long story short, I'm not going to tell it, tell it, but I'm going to tell it. Mm-hmm. So the guy that kidnapped her is a guy that was doing work for her parents' house. Like, he was, like, working on the roof, like, you know, fixing shit around the house, yeah. all this type of shit, right? So they knew that, because Gerard Butler character, like, he, I forget what he was. I, don't, I can't remember if he was, like, an engineer or something, but whatever job he had, he made a lot of money. And everybody yeah. knew he made a lot of money. And then the one storyline that they added to it, I guess they had to do something because I really didn't think that this really mattered too much, but they was mm-hmm. going through some issues. And oh. she she had cheated on them. And she was the reason that they was going where the reason they was around her parents' house because she was telling him to drop her off at her parents' house because she needed space. It's funny how you cheat on him, but you need space. You know what I'm saying? But that's a whole other story. So they add the whole storyline of like of them going through some shit and then like he had ended up, the cop told him not to leave the store, like to stay there you know, I come. He ended up going to the to the parents' house because they live like five miles away. So he drove to the parents' house and was like, she's not here? And they're like, no. And so then they thinking that he done something to her because they were like, yo, I don't trust him. Like they making it seem like he's the bad guy when he ain't done it wrong. But anyway, what ended up happening was dude kidnapped her, took her back to their boss's, his boss's place, which turned out to be a fucking meth lab. So, <laughs> and then he told the cop, like, cause at the end, like, I look, it's, it's hard to explain it because listen, first of all, let me get this out of the way. The movie is trash, right? Let me get that out of the way because there's one scene where He's running. So he finds out what the dude stayed that he saw on the camera because at the store, the one guy that's behind the counter said that the uh, that none of their cameras worked in the store. Right. So. Gerard Butler. All of a sudden turned detective. He jacked my dude up and then he finds out that there is a thing that. Is recording everything, so he jacked that thing out. Takes it to the now. Listen to me. So he goes into the store. He jacks up the counter to do the work behind the counter. See that there is something recording it. He yanks it out this out the store. Drives to the police station and give them that machine that shows all the stuff that's on the camera. So they end up finding out. They see that the guy that took them. Yeah. And he found out where the dude stayed. He goes to the dude house. They get into a big fight. He wins. He ties them up. Put them in his trunk. My man gets, he's driving 85 in a 55, gets pulled over. <laughs> and they still don't get saved. No, no. So the cop gets him to get out the car, and then he starts asking him to check the car. So he goes around to check the trunk. He takes off running through the woods. So, <laughs> so Gerard Butler runs through the woods, 
And then he comes up onto this house. No, not excuse me, not this house, this road. There's only one road. So he sees this four-wheeler right there. He walks up to the four-wheeler. He's trying to start the four-wheeler. There's a dude over on the side, other side, pissing on the other side of the tree. And he's like, yo, what are you doing with my four-wheeler? <laughs> and he was like, yo, it's like, Knuckles told me to meet him here. And he was like, Nothing. how you know? Yeah, he was like, how you know Knuckles? He was like, man, you know, Knuckles expecting me. And he was like, I ain't hear nothing. He was like, well, Frank sent me. And he was like, well, where's your car? Oh, man, you know, it broke down like five mm -hmm. miles down the road. That's why I'm walking through the woods. And he's like, this, this shit makes no sense at all. And he right. was like, so and so they running a whole damn meth lab. Mm -hmm. And all only information you got from this guy that he know Knuckle and Frank sent him. Just because he know two people's names, you tell him, yeah, just keep walking down the road, man. You you go right into it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm out. It's, I'm already yo, out. I'm and already then out. like, dude, it is it is so crazy. None of this shit makes no sense. The storyline is trash. Yeah, like the even the way that it. Well, you know how okay, you, look at the look at the poster, man. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> look at this nigga, man. <laughs> this don't, not like look at. The poster is trash in itself. Yo, okay, that's not the poster that's on Netflix. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Look at this nigga, man. Hey, <laughs> this, this look like a low budget ass movie. It is too, man. Yo, the, fact, that the fact that it says streaming everywhere June third already lets me know, like, yeah. Yo, there was a so so the damn made a straight to DVD movie in 2002. That's crazy. Yo, he there. That it was an explosion, my guy. The damn meth lab blew up. You want to talk about one of the fakest explosions I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life? <laughs> it was photoshopped. <laughs> it was so photoshopped. You can green tell the, like a you can see this green screen. Like I think I think the screen might have even showed up green for a second. Like it was it was terrible. That's like crazy. it made no sense. The whole storyline of like that him and his wife wasn't doing good, and then. When they left the the uh, convenience store before he, you know, snatched out the thing, mm -hmm. the cop is in, like questioning him about shit like, "So how's y'all marriage?" And he's like, "You know, you know, it's a little rocky, but you know, whatever, whatever." And then he's mm -hmm. like, "So then they got into this whole thing, and he told him how she cheated on him and all this type of shit." And then like. He's like, man, why are you questioning me like a suspect? Like he's questioning him, like he has something to do with the disappearance. Like it, it, I mean, it was that's just, usually how it worked, though. Yeah, but it, it was terrible. It's it's like, yeah. I, it's kind of like you remember. I mean, it's not like this type of bad, but you know how that was it. Velocipaster is that that movie you had? No, it, it can't be worse than Velocipaster. No, no, no! It's not that bad. Oh, okay. But it's like was, it, was it like uh, Mel, what was that one movie on HBO Max? Oh, malignant. malignant. Was it like that? Malignant was shot good though. It was. I mean, this it movie, was a horrible this, movie though. It it was a horrible movie, but yeah. like this movie's even shot bad. It's like oh shit! <laughs> so this might be like, like Velocity Pastor. because it's it's kind of like you know like what it's like I don't know. You know how I talk about Christopher Nolan movies, like it had that that, that grimy, mm -hmm. like kind of you know cloudy look to it. Yeah, it's like sometimes I hate to say this, y'all. Look, listen, shout out to everybody at BET. I love y'all. Trust me, mm -hmm. I do. But you know how like some of those BET movies, and it like it, it like it's like the camera's like too bright. Yeah, and it's like that's what this movie was like. It was like. Like, uh, yeah. it need, it or, need to like be or like they show the thing where like dude get his arm cut off, but you can still see his arm in his in his shirt like that. It <laughs> <laughs> was like, man, his arm right there, bro. Yo, yeah, that was that was talking exactly about. Talking about. They were talking about this on Rory and Ball. They said, yo, and now you know I don't care about Rotten Tomatoes and all the motherfuckers, mm -hmm. but it's just hilarious. I think they said this movie was a twelve. <laughs> That's sick, bro. Oh man, y'all go listen, go watch the shit. It's only like an hour and a half. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, uh, last, what, what was it? Um, uh, never last seen, seen alive. Oh, I'm gonna say never seen again. <laughs> <laughs>
all week. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So for me, man, listen, I I went back in the archives, man. Um, I was feeling in the in the silly mood. I needed to find something that uh make me laugh, and of course, I found it because that's all I do. Uh, I went back and watched. This is the end. You know what I'm saying? For those who don't know, this movie is about um, a bunch of Hollywood friends who pretty much have to come together at the um, at the end of the uh, apocalypse. And then they pretty much have to work their way up to get into heaven. But before they do any of that, they have to find out what's going on. So um, this movie is on Netflix. If you want to get a good laugh or two in, definitely check this out. This movie is hilarious. I'm talking about this is probably one of the best movies um, that Seth Rogen, James Franco, Craig Robinson, and all them are in. Shout out to Danny McBride because watching this, I had to go ahead and get on Twitter and tell people how great Danny McBride really is. This dude is so fucking funny, bro. It's one scene in the movie where they got all the... um, they got like all the supplies and shit. And you know what I'm saying? They put all the supplies together or whatever. So they everybody done went to sleep. So these niggas get scared and shit. So they all sleeping in the same, you know what I'm saying, location, except for James Franco. This nigga got headphones and shit on. He they at James Franco's house. So this nigga James Franco wake up, he go brush his teeth and shit. Nigga walk downstairs, bro. This nigga Danny McBride done cooked all the food. He done used all the water. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he he just doing everything to mess everything up. But it's so funny because James Franco don't like Danny Mc, like in the movie he don't like Danny McBride. So it's just it's just a bunch of goofy stuff, bro. But go check that out, man. This is the end. It's on Netflix right now. If you need a good laugh, check it out. It's a great, great movie, man. But um, yeah. So um. This week, man, we got a uh, the beginning of the horror fest. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Excitement ensues. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, you know, every hot, every I would say October, every October, <laughs> <laughs> every October, man, we start off um, doing a horror fest. Basically, um, it's all S. Dot's fault because he loves horror movies. So you know what I'm saying. AMC doing it, everybody else doing it. Hell, we gonna do it too, and we gonna give you a better, better, better version than they give you. So, for the first episode of the Oktoberfest, man, this movie is. That's oh, was right. Like, you already know what it is, man. It's Devil. Uh, you came out in 2010. Don't come near me, any of you. Back away from each other now. This movie is Devil, um, from Universal Pictures, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. You know what I'm saying? Um, with a great cast, bro. We, um, I ain't gonna lie, I fucked that up. <laughs> I fucked that up. <laughs> from now on, I'm gonna just start. At, I'm gonna just start leaving the sound in the trailer anyway, because you know what I'm saying. People that be listening gotta hear it too. So, hopefully that helped y'all out. But the movie is Devil. Um, basically, so this movie is about, um, a a man who is, I believe he's a detective. He might be a regular cop, but I know he's a detective. He's a detective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's a detective and basically, um, he's trying to solve a or solve what appears to be a suicide, but he ends up figuring out that this suicide is not the crime scene that they think it is. They end up finding the crime scene. They go in and basically he is being, um, I guess, attacked by the devil. But one of the guys that's in there 
uh, kind of killed his family. So he ends up finding out that this was the dude that killed his family somehow, some way. And then everybody else involved, I don't know what they was there for. They could have found an easier way to do this, but they did it great. Um, so seeing this, you said you never seen this, right? No, I seen it, but okay. Uh, so you rewatched this joint, yeah, yeah. So rewatching this, bro. What did you think? Uh, rewatching it, it's a whole lot better than I thought it was. One hundred percent. Um, you know, going back and watching it and actually seeing like what's going on, the reason is like to answer what you were saying. Like everybody was like. Ramirez was my favorite person mm-hmm. in this whole whole thing. Because he, like, he knew everything that was going on. Because he knew everything and like everybody looked at him like he was the crazy person. Which mm-hmm. when you hear somebody talking about like, you know, you know, the devil, you know, he has this plan and and you know, everybody's here for a reason. And you know, mm-hmm. and then especially like if somebody's throwing out a whole bunch of religious stuff at you, it's kinda like, all right, man, you know, you can you know what I mean. <laughs> We got to talk about that, though, because that's one thing that always throws me off about religion. But go ahead. Yeah. And like so Ramirez, he's one of the security guards that's mm-hmm. uh, that's in the um, like the camera room, like kind of seeing everything that's going on in all the elevators. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening, like um, the one girl, she was like, a, uh, uh, <laughs> I was about to say a Jew thief, but uh, she she was like she was a scammer. Basically, yeah, sure. So she was a scammer. Um, the guard played by uh Bokeem Woodbine, he which yo, we gotta talk about racist. This for a second. Racist. No, 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 he was a they said he was a thug. That was so, yeah, racist. yeah, that was racist. Yeah, yes, racist yes. So, but you telling me, don't get me wrong, everybody deserves the extra, uh, you know, extra chance. Mm-hmm. And he were he was from a, a temp agency, I get that, yeah. But they start going off this thing, assault, 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 assault. And y'all got him working in that type of building? Hell yeah. Ain't, no, ain't no way in hell, man, hey, they let man. that dude come in that building. Hey, man, I hear you. But the, to me, that's the perfect motherfucker to put at security. At <laughs> I bet you don't know by acting goddamn fool. And uh, so he was in there. Um, The mechanic guy, he was the mm. guy that, that we found out in the end. He was the one to end up doing a hit and run on Detective Bowden's family. Yep. And um, the old lady, well, the old woman that got her listed, was the goddamn she, devil. She was the devil, but at the same time, she was she was a, a pickpocketer. Yeah, she, no, she's a world-class thief. She's yeah. an old-school thief. Don't nobody even pickpocket no more, bro. Yeah, don't nobody do that no more. This lady, man, that, when they broke her, well, when they had her hanging from the thing and they dropped her down and all them wallets fell out, you're like, oh, shit. But, so um, crazy. But no, like Ramirez, man, like his character turned out to be my favorite one because like they looked at him as the kooky guy. Mm-hmm. And then like once everybody started seeing like everything that he was seeing and everything he was talking about started to be more mm-hmm. realistic because it's like, so you're telling me a person off themselves in this building. Then all of a sudden people get stuck in the elevator when nobody said anything was wrong with the elevator. Then people get picked off one by one in the fucking elevator. Like, yo, something's going on with this building. He yo. clearly, and then he showed you the face on the camera. Yeah. He said, hey, man, look at that. That don't look weird to you. It's clearly a goddamn face in the middle <laughs> of the video. And he's like, nah, man, you know, he throws out this coupon with a thing that says, I'm sorry. Yeah, my kids got killed. My wife got killed. So, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't believe in the devil because he's not needed. Like, he ain't need. Obviously, he has something to do with it. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, man? Yeah, like this this movie, it, it turned out to be, a, a, like when I watched it the first time, I guess I just wasn't really watching it with that, you know what I'm saying, with that mm-hmm. eye. But going mm-hmm. back and watching it this time, I was like, oh, shit. And then the way that it made everything made sense at the end, it's like, oh, shit, Ramirez said, everybody's here for a reason. Even you taking this call and even being in here. Yep. There's a reason why you're here. And then come mm-hmm. to find out the last dude standing is the one that ended up. And then the way that they also threw religion into it because he fessed up. He fessed up to doing the hit and run. And yeah. then the tech about him like, oh shit, that's why I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. here to hear that confession. So I thought I thought it, man, it been it was a lot better than I thought, man. What about you, man, going back and rewatching it? So First off, 
going back and rewatching this one, um, it's one of those movies that it's not a real long movie. So it's kind of like a right to the point thing. And it's not a lot of story that goes in it either, which to me is great because what a lot of times um, what you don't get in short movies like this, you don't get a lot of story, but you also don't get a lot of backstory. either. But in this, they found a way to be able to give you enough backstory. They found a way to be able to give you enough story and they found a way to connect everything within, you know what I'm saying, with what's going on, which is kind of weird because a lot of times M. Night Shyamalan don't do that. So on top of all that, you get him giving you the backstory, you get him giving you the connected story, and then, you know what I'm saying, he pretty much gives you a sweet little plot twist at the end with the old lady because nobody expected the old lady to be the goddamn devil. Nobody expected that. You on mute. You muted, bro. Um, but but the the one thing that fucked you up is the fact that the monkey wrench that threw in there, she died. Right. So you're thinking like, oh, okay, well this shit is all over. But then like when that bitch rolls back up and had them black eyes, you're like, yo, Man, she's the devil. She's cracking her neck and shit. I'm like, oh shit. So you know, and then the what's even funnier is I forgot that she was the the one that was the devil. So this whole time I'm trying to re-remember who the fuck it was. So that's what that's another thing that make it you know what I'm saying as good as it is too. And every now and then, like M Night will come along and he'll give you like one or two of these type of movies, right? Like we yeah. we've had the Sixth Sense. Um, for me, um, it was uh, the Village. The Village was was a great movie to me. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the fact that all that shit was happening, and then like at the end of that, you find out that nigga, this is like. <laughs> Modern day, those it, it that shit was great. That was a great ending to that movie. Um, so yeah, like he he comes up with these movies where every now and then he'll give you one or two of them. You'll be like, oh shit! And to me, this is one of those ones that's in that category because, you know, for as much as it is, this this movie is really only what maybe two or three scenes for real in the whole movie. It's the elevator. Um, it's the lobby. And in the, the car accident, the yeah, the car. Okay, so maybe four or five because it's the car accident, it's the suicide at the end. I mean, at the beginning, and then it's the room, the control room at the end. And then every now yeah. and then you might get, you know, what I'm saying. So particularly, this is all in the same building. All of this shit is pretty much in the same area. And for him to be able to create all this around, like I said, this short time and this short space. It's really interesting because not only do you have, you know, all of this shit happening, you got somebody who understands what's going on and then you got other people who don't believe him. And then he, the whole time, like you got so many stories going on at once. So like you got the guy who, you know what I'm saying, Ramirez, who understands what's going on. He's trying to explain it to them. They don't believe him. And then on the inside of that, you got everybody going through whatever they're going through, dealing with everything that they have to deal with. And they don't even understand what's going on. But, you know what I'm saying, you're still getting both of the stories. They they basically going back and forth. Everything is working. So, yeah, man, this is this was – going back and watching this was – was it was worth every minute, 100% worth every minute. This is just some shit that has scared the shit out of you too. Man, listen, I, t- I texted you earlier. I was in the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the elevator a little different, but a little side yeah, eye. man. And then I Especially got on one. You getting on and off that motherfucker. Hey, and then I got then I got on one because I had, I actually got on two elevators a day. And the mm-hmm. second one, you know what I'm saying? It goes, it goes. I hit my thing, and so it goes down. And then it's like we just it's just sitting there, and it's like man, the door ain't opening. I'm like man, yo, fuck. It took a little long to open today, man. I don't know if I was paranoid or what, but hey, man. Um, from what you were saying uh, earlier, well, M. Night Shyamalan did not, he didn't direct it, but he did do the story. He wrote the story. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like he, he has those ones, man. Like, you know, we spoke about this on the franchise joint. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were talking about uh split, like yeah. in the unbreak unbreakable and um and Mr. Glass. glass. Yeah, what glass, not Mr. Glass, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like 
for him to put those together, like those was great. The six cent was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but then he hit you with shit like um I I think I need to go back and watch the happening because that's the one with mm, not Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, okay. And that's when the trees was killing, killing. Yeah. And it was just like at the time, I think when I watched it, I I don't think I was as mature. I'm like, no fuck, man, the trees is killing us. Like that's stupid. But then it's just like yeah, once you really, weird. really, but when you really, really think about it, it's like you know what I'm saying. The earth is you know doing its way to you know what I'm saying to keep its existence. You know what I'm saying? Like when you really, really think about it, because it's like. What it was like when you had a large group of people together, like that, that mist or whatever the the the, the air is yeah. what would get into you, and it will put these fumes in you to where you would kill yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that was like like really the premise of that movie was the Earth is gonna survive regardless, oh, and it's gonna to do what it needs to do. You know what I'm saying to keep rotating. So. Mm-hmm. When you think about it that way, it's like, you know what I mean? That's it, it sounds like it's all right, you know. Yeah. So I, I think I need to go back and revisit that. But like, but then he hit you with oh, it's like, okay, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> like that shit, that shit was not good. But the thing is, the trailer got you though. It got me. Yeah. I, like, I saw I saw oh the trailer. I was like, yo, that's crazy. But when you think about the type of lane that he takes. That seemed like something he would take. You go to this island and you age like immediately. Like mm-hmm. I just didn't like the story. I think the premise of the movie was good. I just didn't like yeah. the way it was executed. That's what I didn't like about old. But yeah, man, he, he's one of those Oh no, dudes. old was trash. I'm sorry. It it I mean I think the and concept, I bought that shit. That shit was horrible. Oh no, I wouldn't have bought it. Oh um, well, I didn't know M. Night Shyamalan did it. I ain't know that till after I bought it. I just seen the movie and I'm like, yo, the premise of this seemed fire because of what the like the the description I read and then watching the trailer. I'm like, yo, this shit look all right. So yeah. seeing it on there, I bought it and I'm mad as hell I did that. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And I think that when when you think about the the unorthodox thinking that he brings to his movies, mm-hmm. a lot of the times the idea be good. Yeah, but it's just sometimes it's not executed as good because I, I think I think oh to think to to really think to put yourself in a situation, yo, we going on vacation, we hear about this this the secret or sacred place. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember mm-hmm. if it was a secret a secret island or if it was a sacred island. I can't remember which one it was. But like you go to this place and then all of a sudden, you, know you can't saying? escape it, motherfucker. You can't escape it, and then all of a sudden you start getting grazed. You know what I'm saying? You you go on there, you know what I'm saying? Your child is 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 eight, and now all of a sudden this motherfucker like, It's like, what the fuck? What's going on? Yo, you motherfucker came around the corner, they was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that <is a> grown <laughs> fuck. And I'm saying, like, the, the concept of that is great. Yeah. It's just I didn't like the story that he added to it. Yeah. And but the concept of it is cool. So I think that the lane that he's in, it's a good lane. It's just because I mean, listen, man, the six cent threw me way off. Like mm-hmm. that that's one of the the meanest twists I've ever seen. Like that shit was crazy. Like the whole time, man, my dude was dead. Like, like what? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Oh man. The way but he found it, out was crazy too. Yeah. The motherfucker said. <laughs> And man, everybody made a meme of it, man. But he was just like, I see dead people. Yeah, that shit is wild. He said, man. How often do you see it? All the time. <laughs> this is like, and then all that, that fucking breath shit. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, back to the devil. Like, so, like I was saying earlier, man, Ramirez is my guy. But when he was telling, when he was telling uh, Detective Bowden well, about, you know what I'm saying, about all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and like you said, he threw the uh, the car wash uh, a coupon down of yeah. I'm sorry or whatnot. And it was just like, yo, like, these little childhood stories, you know, I don't want to hear that, like, you know, this, that, this, that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, for me, 
I know how off the wall it sounds, but if you have something this weird happening, especially mm-hmm. when they saw when they started to rewind the tape, and because they thought that the girl was like basically being a scammer because like she kind of like jumped up, like yeah. but it was the devil like the devil kind of pushed her and she thought mm-hmm. it was the was the creepy dude, and he was like, man, you know, I think it's the girl, but it's just like, come on, like you have to see. Something is odd here, and then every time the lights go off, somebody Some come up dead. Yeah, and you, and, but they, and, and then this is the thing: they know it's a camera in there because everybody's looking at you, talking, and you asking them to. You really gonna commit these murders in front of the camera when these when they told you? Exactly. Yeah, then they know it's oh, just because the lights go out, they're not gonna know it's me. Yeah, fuck out of like, here, man. Yo, there's something weird going on here, man. You gonna have well, to. This is the thing that I wanted to get into, right? Like, how come people be like super religious? Like in the in the movie, you know what I'm saying? Or just like just religious people in general? They believe in the fuck out of God. I mean, like they believe in God like through and through. Mm-hmm. We'll not believe in the devil. <laughs> like, that is the that's the weirdest shit ever. So, so like the thing that throws me off, right? <clears throat> I forgot what court case it was but remember the court case that they had where dude that killed a bunch of people was like the devil made me do it what was that uh, I Amityville know you know. Horror. Amityville uh, 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 Ronnie DeFeo yeah so like y'all just gonna discount it you know what yeah. I mean I know y'all go to church y'all gonna discount it and be like nah man he making that up or like if something happened to be like yeah God told me to they'd be like this motherfucker crazy but they go to church they read the bible they pray like they do all that i just don't understand like how is 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 they faith a real thing you know what i'm saying like that's the that's kind of the question that i get because it's like i know i know the detectives wasn't we know that but even everybody else around like as ramirez is telling these motherfuckers this like yo nigga this is the devil like nigga when he come around nigga the toes flip jelly side down, whatever that meant. I didn't understand that, but that was. I didn't understand me. that either. Yeah, but just know, nigga. Basically, he's saying everything going bad. Like the baby might fall that time and miss the table, but when the devil come around, the baby gonna hit that table. Like this, we. I'm trying to tell you, all this bad shit is happening because this motherfucker is here. They didn't even pay attention to this nigga Ramirez. They didn't go get no priest. They didn't try to get no exorcist. They do none of that shit, bro. These <laughs> niggas was like, hey, son, keep rubbing your cross. Shut up. <laughs> we gonna handle this our way. I just don't get that, bro. Like, like, why don't they have that same, like, why don't they have that actual energy for when shit happens? You know what I'm saying? Like, the unexplainable shit happens. But they'd be the, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'd be the first to be like, it, say if somebody's car flipped over and they survived, like, oh, yeah, well, God saved you. But if the car flipped over and then they didn't survive, they wouldn't be like, oh, well, the devil got that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't get that. Yo, me and shout out to my dude, Sinclair. We did a whole episode about this. Mm-hmm. Um, He had put something yeah, on social media. And I was just like, yo, man, you need to come on the pie. We need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So he had all the greatest scenarios ever, man. Like, yeah. he brought up one. He was like, okay, right. He said, like you just said, the, the uh, running the fail joint. He said, the devil made me do it. Everybody pushed him off, said he's insane. Mm-hmm. He said, but when you listen to, especially a Baptist preacher, they'll be like, yo, God came to me and told me it was my calling to be a preacher. Right. So God came to you. Specific, but devil, yeah, but the devil can't go to running to fail. You know what I'm That's saying? What I'm saying it, man. That's but what I'm saying, they man. don't say that the preacher's insane, right? But they say that running to fail is insane. But no, no, no. And, this is but this is an even crazier thing, right? Like when the homeless dude be outside giving you Bible scriptures, <laughs> they they say that motherfucker is insane. What if? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? God knew you was going this way and was like, hey, homeless man, mm, hit him with the word. You know what I'm saying? Like, come yeah. on, bro. You just yeah. gonna you just gonna not fuck with the homeless man because he's homeless and just not pay attention to the word. That that's the type of shit I be saying. Like, it just don't make sense to me. And then it's also like I think it's it's the results. And mm-hmm. I think that, like you just said, car flip over, you survive. Oh, God save me. Mm-hmm. If it didn't, 
oh man, that's the devil's work. It's all about what the results end up being. That's just like Sinclair used um, Noah's Ark, right? Yeah. He's like, so Noah built this big ass ark. You know what I'm saying? He told everybody, yo, a storm is coming. Everybody said, dude's crazy. So then he said, he got collected all the people he could, animals, all that type shit, mm-hmm. put them on there. The storm came. And then they said that, you know, this was God's work or whatever. I don't know the whole story. But he was mm-hmm. like, what if Noah did that? Said everything that he said, that all the people, all the animals came in there and he set that bitch on fire. Hilarious. I you know what I'm saying? That. that is hilarious. And, and I, was just <laughs> I know like, it's not meant to be funny, but yeah. that's fucking hilarious. But that's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's, it's all about what yeah. the results are. Right. And they will, a lot of them, let me not say all of them, but a lot of them will, they, they play they play off the results. And mm-hmm. if it ends badly, they won't admit that it was the devil. But if it ends good, like you said, everything is, oh, well, God, that's what I'm saying. God, like, it's that. just, to me, the, 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 the fact that they won't acknowledge that it's a devil, but we'll talk about the devil all the time, just don't make sense to me. Like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, like, you tell, man, I'm going to go to the liquor store right quick. That's the devil's work. Yeah, but then when something happened, it'd be like, oh, man, the devil must have got to him. No, man, that shit ain't real. That ain't how it worked. Hold on, who are you to be? At? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just weird, bro. So, like, the whole time Ramirez is sitting in this room, and he's like, hey, man, I know y'all thinking, you know what I'm saying, this is some other shit, but I'm trying to tell y'all, this is the devil. They like, yeah, nah, that ain't it. You know what I'm saying? He throw his little car wise coupon and say, I'm sorry, down. He like, nah, see, because if the devil was real, that day, we wouldn't need him because, you know what I'm saying, my family got hit by a car. You never would have just thought, like, would Ramirez could have been like, well, maybe, you know, maybe that was the devil. I don't know, man. It's just that was just a thought that just went into my head, like at the time, like because watching that, I was like, "Oh, this dude really don't believe," you know what I'm saying? Like that the devil could have been plotting on him this whole time. Like, what if this whole thing was just to get him there, just so the devil could get him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or just get to the other dude, and the only reason that the other dude was saved was because Ramirez hurt. I mean, not Ramirez, but the detective heard it. And forgave him in that moment because remember the devil was like, "Damn, I really wanted you." Well, you, you know what I'm well, saying? See, like, you, see, you, you jumped a little bit because yeah. what it was when the, when the devil was about to, you know, what I'm saying to really kill him, about to kill mm-hmm. the mechanic guy. He admits, "Yo, like I he, he confesses." This. Yeah, he confesses, and the devil's yeah. like, "Yo, I really, I really wanted this one." But see, this and, is the thing that this is the thing that I was saying though, right? I think that because he said it. And because everything that went on, the detective forgave him in that moment. That's why well, yeah. he couldn't. Because remember, he kept saying, like, you think that's going to absolve you of all your sins? You think that's going to save you? He kept trying to get him to stop. Or he was trying to trick him into stopping, but it wouldn't work. So when he finally did it and he finally said that shit, he was like, yo, oh, this is the dude. You know what I'm saying? I forgive him. Let me help this motherfucker out and get him out of this situation. And then, you know what I'm saying? God was like, all right, fam. You know what I'm saying? Back up. You lost this one. Yeah, Which man. is another crazy concept, too, is the fact that, or not the fact, but the theory that the God, I mean, the God, <laughs> <laughs> is that God and the, it's crazy the fact that we call this nigga the devil, but we call this nigga, we don't say this nigga the God. Anyway, but anyway, that God and the devil are basically playing one-on-one for our souls is wild as fuck. Yeah. And then, like that's just like that's just like it. Uh, that's just like it. Constantine, which yeah, why? First of all, y'all, I am so excited that there has been a Constantine to greenlit, mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. man, uh, uh, why was I about to say Ryan Reynolds? Keanu, um, Reeves. Keanu Reeves is coming back as Con- yeah. John Constantine, but the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. John kills himself, mm-hmm. and now God is like, "Hey, come to me." Yeah. And then the devil's like, nah, let me take this uh this lung cancer out of you. Like, <laughs> like what like what really in the actual fuck is going on? Like y'all are really See, that's really what I'm saying, man. That. Like just, so, just it'd be weird shit like that. Like, even if you read the Bible, like the shit that was happening to uh what's the name? Joe, all the shit that was happening to him, like this nigga was getting like he was blinded. This nigga was catching diseases. All this shit just to prove that he had faith and not let the devil get to him. 
I ain't gonna lie to you, my nigga. Like, don't put me through no test like that. If you the if you the all seeing, all omnipotent, the the one like they say that you are, don't put me through no test like that, bro. That's not cool. But then it's also like like that Dharma joint, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I talked about it a little bit um on the twenty eight minutes or less, like the whole thing of like he got baptized in prison. And like he he <laughs> He spoke to, he was speaking to this priest, right? He was talking to the priest about John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. And he was saying that John Wayne Gacy is, he was like, they're similar, but he was like, one of the biggest differences is he committed, well, he admitted to all his crimes. John Wayne Gacy mm-hmm. said he didn't. And then John Wayne Gacy said he ended up being saved before um, they, uh, uh, he had lethal injection. So yeah. uh, he said that he was saved or whatever. So basically, so now Jeffrey goes and get baptized, and he was like, "Yo, now I'm the son of God." It's like, okay, so you kill what, like, seventeen people? You eat these motherfuckers? You do all of these sins? Did you get baptized one time? Now you're the child of God. It's like, <laughs> let me tell you something. Man. <laughs> I'm not surprised that nigga said anything. This nigga ate people. <laughs> so yeah, anything that nigga do, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, so it just getting like, ba- but I ain't gonna lie, getting baptized in the prison is wild. <laughs> <laughs> That's some crazy shit. Oh, uh, they baptized me in one of those, uh, one of those uh, pools, one of those, not pools, but um, one of those things like if you got an injury, like the ice pool joints. Yeah, like that's that's what they baptized me. That's crazy. Like one of those things, but uh, but yeah, but it's man. in prison though. Like, <laughs> what what is going on? Like, you don't get free after you get baptized. What is the purpose of baptizing you? Man, I don't know, man. But you absolved of all your sins once you get baptized, but you still got to serve your sentence. That's trash, bro. <laughs> man, then everybody's gonna get there baptized. That's what I'm saying, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, that, to me, that that's what I'm saying. Like, certain shit just don't make sense, right? Like, if I if I get absolved of all my sins, right, that means that at this point, bro, I am on the good foot. So you mean to tell me that my sentence <laughs> means more than the judgment of God? Yeah. Come on, bro. What are we talking about? Look, I feel you. That shit just don't make sense to me, bro. Because if I get if I get baptized in jail, bro, let me out. But then, like I say, everybody gonna start getting baptized. Everybody gonna well, become Muslim and everything just to get out, and it's just gonna be. I don't know how the Muslim shit work all the way through, <laughs> but I know if you get baptized, you're supposed to be absolved of all your sins. That's washing all your sins. So technically, once I get baptized, I, I don't got to. That's like gaining a, a new credit score <laughs> on life. <laughs> <laughs> that's like getting a new credit score of life, man. Hey, uh, that's bankruptcy. That's what that is. Getting oh, baptized man. is bankruptcy on life. Yo. So basically, you went through your life bankruptcy, no. nigga. All that old <laughs> shit don't count. Let me out. I didn't do it. I'm yep. I'm, I'm free now. I I, I'm supposed you, to be man. free at least. I'm just saying, bro. We gotta look into that. I can't with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, it don't make sense. If I get baptized, first and foremost, if I get baptized, right, the whole purpose of getting baptized is to absolve you of your sins, correct? Yeah. Unless I'm missing something. If y'all if I'm missing something, y'all hit me up on the on the Twitter and let me know. But if I get baptized and I get absolved of my sins, which means that my sins no longer count against me now, then my sentence should be ended once I get baptized because I didn't do it. Well, we all know why it can't work that way, man. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Bro, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't don't baptize me if I can't be free, bro. That's all I'm saying. Uh, wait, well, yeah, I I get that. I get that purpose. Baptize me on the way out. I, I, yeah, you know. What so, I'm saying? but yeah, man. Like it was. Um, but the the close it out before we get the fire flames, yeah. man. It was just like like is that like some some crazy shit like. When when the first when the very first light went out and mm-hmm. old girl had the uh 
The bite the mark. marks on the back. And then my one dude was like, hey, man, she could have did that to herself. <laughs> yeah, this nigga was a wild back. This nigga was a wild one. Hey. I, I don't, I mean, I, I, I feel you, but he did have a blood stain on his suit. So he was kind of like, nigga, I just don't want. So that's I mean, what threw me off. I'm like, then nobody had blood on their mouth. So yeah, I just think this nigga <laughs> bit this motherfucker with nothing. I don't yeah. know, man. It, it, it was it, just, it was weird. But then they, they did give you, you know what I'm saying, a few a few things in there that, that could have possibly made you jump. Like mm-hmm. when um when the um uh, when the guard when Bokin Woodbine's uh, oh, the, uh the, lighter, the lighter and oh, you see man. the devil in the back. Whoo. Yeah. Okay, now listen, I ain't gonna lie to you. That's the worst devil that I've ever seen in the movie. Cause it yeah. looked like the, the devil, devil had a head bandage on. Or was that just me? Yeah. Okay. Oh, hold on. He like he had a head injury, bro. <laughs> hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought I was tripping. So I know you remember this. Mm-hmm. The movie-wise, the movie dope as fuck. But yeah. there's one scene in the movie. Like the scene is great, but it's one thing to fuck the whole thing up. So you said it's the worst debut ever seen. Mm-hmm. So do you remember? <laughs> And te- uh, um, um, wait a minute. Why the fuck am I blanking on the name of the movie? Um, Tales from the Hood. Mm-hmm. When he was like, "This ain't no funeral home." <laughs> oh yeah, you talking about Clarence? Uh, Clarence? Uh, 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 oh, Clarence Williams the third. But yo. When he was like, "Welcome to hell, motherfuckers," and then that little, that yeah, little, that was that was trash. Look that at that, was the bro. Most, Y'all can't yeah. tell me it don't look like he got like a head bandage on or like a I don't know, but that's a trash. Yeah, that's horrible. That's a trash devil. But yo, when, when he sure. did the thing and the and the snake tongue came out in between his uh in between the gap in his mouth, yo, that was. Terrible, and then the other part that was even crazier about it was when the whole when he actually turned into the devil, and yeah. then um and then the whole back screen fell down, and uh, everybody yeah. was in the back. And, <laughs> no, that that was just a horrible scene in general. Yeah, that, that was, shit looked. Everybody in the fire looked fake as hell. Everybody looked fake as hell. They looked like they was praise dancing. To be honest with you, which was wild. Now, like the thing, the, the the actual costume of the devil was dope, but yeah. right before that, when he did oh, no, that yeah, little the, tongue the, thing, yeah, you're that like, shit was trash. Y'all should have cut that. Yeah, somebody should have been like, "Yo, that's not a good look, y'all." Shout out to Rusty Cundiff. Yo, but that movie though, that the the movie, the movie itself is crazy because it's just like one of those things where like you get the one thing that's dope about it is like a movie that gives you stories, so you have like. It was three. Was it three? No. Yeah, three. It was three different plot stories in that movie, mm-hmm. and, and they like, all was linked up somehow. Yeah, and they all linked up somehow. So that was that was really dope. But like, yeah, that 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 damn tongue that that uh, I I can't think of nothing today. That snake tongue that came out of his mouth that was mm-hmm. trash. That was super trash. That did not age well at all. But um, yeah, the devil, the devil's bad. But I think it's, I think it's very interesting that the way, the way they tied this whole story in, and at the, at the end, and the way that they was shitting on Ramirez, and then he ended up being right the whole fucking time. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Hey, yo, Rusty, Rusty Cundiff. Speaking of dude, bro, I didn't know that was him in Sprung. The light skinned dude with the with the oh light. yeah I didn't yeah. know that was him until like yeah, I knew last that. year yeah I knew I knew that was him because those the only two those the only two movies I ever seen him in yeah I only seen him in, in that I ain't never seen him in nothing else shit even even my dude Brandon uh what's his last name Brandon something like my dude for Soul Food the the little boy in that one. Oh, that was the uh that played the little boy that got abused in uh Yeah. Yeah. That's your boy from Soul Food. 
Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big mama, and, you own. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had your girl in it, man. That was his mama. Um, I'm saying from uh, from uh, yo, I can't think of nothing today. You said the girl um, that but, was his mom. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was the main. She was the main hoe for Maine. For uh, for Jake. Oh, Paula Jai Parker. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she yeah. she's the same person in every in every role, movie in every, every role. Movie. She got yeah. different roles, but she's the same person in every role. Like that's the that's the one person I know for sure. Like if she's in that role, I know exactly how it's gonna go every time. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, she the same chick that was in Friday. She the same chick that was in that movie. She the same chick that was in everything else. She's always that person, bro. The same person every time. Always. All right, man. Let's get into the uh, fire flames. Yes, sir. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. Yo, so um, fire flames, man. What you giving it? Uh, devil. Uh, 2010. Uh, of course, man. Shout out to the guy Bo King Woodbine, man. Mm-hmm, he, for uh, sure. for some odd reason, he just don't get his praises, man. Um, niggas in everything, bro. Everything like his his IMDb. I'm not looking at it, but it's got to be super crazy. For sure. Like he got to have at least he got to have over almost 200 credits, easy. Like. And and he's never really the main main guy, but mm. you know what I'm saying. But everything that he's in, he's always find a way to, yeah. That's that's Bo King. That's for sure. Um, but you know the the surrounding cast, um, it was you know it was decent. I mean, it wasn't the best, but you know everybody yeah. you know pretty much did a you know a he's pretty high job. He's definitely the most famous person in that movie. Yeah, to me, well, in our circles anyway, yeah. um, I feel like he was the most famous. Um, other than my man to play Ramirez, I've seen him in a couple of things. Um, I seen the dude that played the uh the engineer or mechanic or whatever he was supposed to be. Called. Yeah, I seen him yeah. in some shit before. I seen him in some shit too. And then the dude that was in the suit, I seen him in like like in guest spots on like Adam Sandler movies and shit like that. But yeah. outside of that. Them yeah, Bucky yeah, Woodbine was definitely the most famous nigga that had. Yeah, and he was like the eighth name that was showed. Which <laughs> yeah, is which is crazy. Um, but yeah, man, like you know, the cast was good. Um, I'm glad that we did this one to go back to it because, it, like, if you would have asked me before I watched it this second time, I'd have been like, I don't know, man, about like a two. <laughs> yeah, like that shit didn't really, you know, it didn't really yeah. register me. But but going back and and watching it now and seeing and actually getting the premise of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the story that M. Night Shyamalan put together, um, yeah. it was good, but this movie still had some flaws to it. The, like For you said, sure. the devil, the devil was nuts. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna give it. Ah, oh, man, I'm tinkering between a three and a three and a half. Man, um, you are reading my fucking mind, bro. I don't know how you did that. <laughs> you, are you are reading my fucking mind, bro. Yeah, man. I'm, 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 I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a three, man. I'm, I'm gonna okay. give it a three. Okay, cool. Because I'm going one step above you, bro. I'm going three and a half. So this movie is great, um, especially because of it's like a nice little mystery involved. But mm-hmm. the one thing that it does is it provides those jumping moments, you know what I'm saying? Which to me, a classic horror movie should always have. It should always have one or two moments where it go bing, and then you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? So, um, mm-hmm. on top of that, the fact that you know what I'm saying, they added the spiritual element into it and the religious element into it, um, it does have a lot of flaws. For instance, you know what I'm saying? The fact that they was at the suicide scene. But that shit was like ten miles down the road compared yeah. to where dude initially <laughs> jumped, and he just so happened to jump into a car or into a truck that went all the way down the street that bumped into a thing on the side of the road that went all the way like it was that shit was unnecessary. 
then they go finally find it and then the glass fall out and almost kill his partner and all this other weird shit. And then, you know what I'm saying? Um, another part was just the fact that Ramirez just instantly knew what was going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it wasn't no clues or nothing. He was just like, oh, man, I feel uneasy. Then he like, yeah, the devil here. And then he started talking about jelly falling and shit, which is, <laughs> which is weird. But at the same time, I do respect it because they found a way to make all that shit connect and keep all that shit pretty much in a constant flow. So I'm definitely giving it a 3.5. Cool, cool. Hey, man, did it. All right, man. Let's move on to the uh, coming soon. Yes, sir. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. So coming soon, the next one we got up, man, is House on Hunted Hill. Is this the one with Tay Diggs, right? Yeah. Yo, yeah. I've been waiting. I ain't seen this. this in a minute. Yo, this movie, I'm gonna wait, yo, this is gonna be fun. I've been wanting to do this movie for a long time. Man. Yeah. Like a long time, man. Because like I think, well, first of all, it is I, I think I forgot to throw the D in there because I think it's House on D Hunted Hill. I forgot to throw that in there. But um, oh for real, yeah. And oh, it's man. it's it's actually a remake from I think yeah, it's like, a older I mean, it's, it's a, it's, yeah it, like it, it was a black and white movie and they mm-hmm. remade it and I like I, I think that this to, for me I think it's an underrated movie. I think now the, Take now, the, it, so. now the return of the House on the Hunter Hill that shit was trash. Like yeah, you can't. Sequels. The sequels are always garbage. Yeah, the sequels are yeah. very garbage. But, <laughs> but like, no, I, I think the premise of the movie, I think, I think it's slept on, man. Yeah. I, I think that there are some scenes in it that is that is really good. I think you know the whole story of Doctor, I think Vanagant, if I'm not mistaken, like this motherfucker still walking around this bitch because he fucking trapped everybody in there and killed everybody in there, like, I like thirteen then, like, ghosts. Yo, and then everybody ended up being related, like because the whole guest list got switched over. Like, come on, man! This shit, I'm telling you, man. House on the Hunter Hill is underrated. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, I'm definitely about to watch it now because this shit sounds a lot like Thirteen Ghosts. So you said you've seen it, but you just haven't seen it in a while. No, bro. When I seen this shit, bro, I was probably like twelve, thirteen. <laughs> I'm not gonna hey. lie to you. That's this has been a minute since I seen this shit, bro. Yeah, man. I'm I'm definitely excited. If you ain't hell, I am. I'll come on the bitch. Oh, I'm excited because like, I'm telling you, this shit sounds like the, everything you just explained sounds like 13 Ghosts, dude. And the cast, like I know, yeah, I know you said Tay Diggs, but like it got your girl from um, oh man, what's her name from Final Destination? Um, Ali Larder. Yes, like she's in it. Um, my girl that plays uh my dude wife in Taken. Um, you remember she was in the faculty, she was the one teacher that wore the glasses and then when she, she turned to Yes, yes, she's the original yeah, Jean I forget Gray. what her name is, but yeah, she's cold. I can't pronounce her name, but uh she's, she's in it. Um like it's it's some it's some motherfuckers in it, man. My one dude with the glasses, like like it's it's some people in it, man. It's okay. it's actually it's actually a I think it's a good movie, a good horror movie, even though I'm yeah. not going to that goddamn house. That's a whole no, totally sure, different story. First but, and foremost, it's called Hunted Hill. Keep your ass off of it. Well, the reason they went was because they said that if you stay in that that's one of those it's one of those prize things you stay in the house, you get a million dollars. Yeah. That's why the people went. Take my because, chances outside. I cause, don't cause he, a regular job. But uh, ah, okay, we gotta go. We yeah, gotta, don't, do it, don't, about, do it, don't do it. I'm about to do goddamn. Do it. Well, we yeah. about to do a whole other so Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. So listen, man. Next episode, man. Tune in. You already see how excited my man S dot is. Um, come back and see if I'm just as excited. I don't know yet. Shit sounds like freaking <laughs> ghosts. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm excited to see it though. Um, I don't know if I'm excited as, as he is. Um, if you guys liked the episode, if you didn't like the episode, if you want to suggest something to us, or if you want to just say, hey, do better. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up on the socials, man. IG and Twitter at Viewer9Pod. You can also hit us up on Facebook at VAPod Watch Group. 
Um, as far as myself, you can find me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson, and I have a link tree in the bio. You go there, find me everywhere else. And y'all can find me at uh, S.Foster8 on Instagram, <clears throat> at 28 Minutes or Less Pie on IG. Um, you can find the podcast on all major platforms, um, 28 Minutes or Less. Uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer episode is the last one that I got out, episode 101. Mm-hmm. Um, go check that out. Let me know what y'all think. Um, like I kind of took a different approach to the pod, but you know what I'm saying? I still got into the series as well. So, uh, go check out the pod, man. For sure, man. And listen, make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you subscribe, comment, all that good stuff on the pod. We definitely need it. It helps us get our rating up, which helps gets our exposure up. So, um, if you do anything, you know what I'm saying, do that. That would do a lot for us. Um, but thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, until the next episode, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut. Okay.